last night. Whether you're trying to get out of a test or you're pledging to a frat, we've got you covered this week on The Swear Wolves as we discuss two slasher films from 1981, Final Exam and Hell Night. This Werewolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yes, Brett. How are you, my I'm friend? I'm actually feeling really good. So right I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit. Yeah. We are recording this on the Saturday after the election. In fact, we are recording this. It's about 930 in the morning, Arizona time. Yeah. It was just declared over. Yeah. Like officially. <laughs> officially yeah. by CNN. Yeah. Last episode, uh, again, another peek behind the curtain. We actually recorded two openings mm-hmm. uh, to prepare for either outcome. The election episode. Because <laughs> we recorded it before. <laughs> and yeah. uh, you can hear the alternate uh, opening in the, in the outtakes. Outtakes at the end. But uh, yeah, so we're we're riding high. We're riding high this Feeling morning. Feeling good. Riding high. Because we also passed a legalization of marijuana in, <laughs> in Arizona, in Arizona yeah. so we'll be riding high soon. <laughs> but uh, regardless uh, of that, it has been a long-ass fucking week. It really us. has, man. We had to watch... I mean, we didn't have to watch the election coverage, but I know you and I have been like taking turns. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah watched, we kind of watched these movies in shifts. It's like, all right, I'm going to go watch these movies. You you keep an eye on the TV. And text you tell, me if anything text happens. Text me if anything happens. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and then vice versa. So, uh, <laughs> but we watched six movies this week. Yeah. Cause like always we procrastinate until. Yeah. And we record <laughs> episodes three at a time. So yeah, this three. is episode one. <laughs> <laughs> episode one of three that we'll be recording today. So anyway, so this week uh, I picked a couple of movies that I thought I had never seen, hmm. but one of them I had actually seen. That's funny. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize it until about. A quarter of the way through it, I'm like, I think this is this movie. Ah. But we'll get to that. But uh, the two movies were Final Exam and Hell Night. Now, both... Had you ever seen these? No, but kind of like you. One of them, I'd seen part of it. Okay. Like on Shudder or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, both of these movies came out in 1981. They're slasher flicks. Like the '80s, like slasher flicks. So I'm like, let's let's pick the let's yeah. pick these. Now these are movies that were kind of riding the slasher wave towards the beginning of the craze, actually. Yeah, yeah, kind of Halloween that era. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody really knew exactly like the because because I think the formula becomes more apparent the further we go. Right. I mean, 
the formula is pretty, <laughs> it's pretty prevalent in both uh, of these. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the beginning of like, okay, we're going to take a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah. And I think some movies eventually took a little bit of this and a little bit of that from maybe these movies, but we'll start with final exam came out in 1981. Like I said, written and directed by Jimmy Houston, uh, starring Cecile Baghdadi as Courtney, Joel S. Rice as Radish, Ralph Brown as Wildman. These are nobodies. Deanna <laughs> Robbins as Lisa. Yeah, I didn't recognize a single face Sherry, in this movie. Sherry Willis Birch as Janet. Uh, was released February 27th, 1981. Um, I didn't write down what the budget was. Whatever. Uh, I got it here. Budget $363,000. Box office $1.3 So, I mean, it made money. Yeah. Huh. Which is weird, considering. Yeah. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. People saw this? <laughs> uh, was this one that you had seen? No. Okay. No. This is the one that I had seen. Oh, okay. Um, I watched this years ago, but I mean... Well, I was going to say, I don't know if you remember, but like um, for, I think it was our Christmas episode last year, Alan got me this on Blu-ray. Oh, but, did he? But I hadn't even opened it. So, That's so I, funny. I opened it and I watched it. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> So you have the Blu-ray. I do. Was it like bonus features or anything? I didn't like even that? look. I just put it on. In fact, I tried to stream it first and the, it was glitchy. Oh, okay. And I was like, all right, fuck this. And so I walked over and unwrapped it. I think it was on Tubi. I think that's where yeah, I it streamed was. it on. Yeah, I think it was. So you can watch it yourself at home. Play along. Oh, no, no, no. It's on Prime. Oh, it's on Prime. It might be on both. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Well, you can watch it somewhere. <laughs> Let's look it up. Or David will probably send you his Blu-ray copy. Just, just message him. We'll see. It's a five-header, my friend. <laughs> uh, if you give this five heads, I'm quitting the podcast. Uh, you're well, like, uh, well. You're in for some good news. Uh, we'll be recording two more episodes after this one. Uh, then, all right. you, then you can quit. <laughs> all right. So what is this movie about? It's not really complicated. Um, it's a group of students at this college. There's a final exam going on before they go on break. Yeah. Um, and then a killer comes. Yep. Now, it opens up. There's a couple of kids. It, it says, like, March College, right? Yeah, yeah. Not even not even the college that we're going to be talking about. It's a nearby college. We'll find that out later. Yeah. But it's, like, March College. And there's this uh, couple who are fucking. <laughs> the dude looks like Johnny from The Karate Kid. Does he? Yeah, I thought so. Uh, Mixed with like a little bit of the Bradster from Night of the Creeps. Yeah. He's very 80s. He's got the bleach blonde hair. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But he, I don't, I don't remember what he looks like, but him and this girl are messing around. Yeah. And he wants to, he wants to, he wants to get busy in the (laughs) backseat. Um What's that song? And we got in it in my Chevy van, and oh, that's, that's all right. right. <laughs> in the middle of my oh, Chevy yeah, van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, uh, what's that fucking song? I don't know, but that's I like, know the song you're talking about. That's like, uh, we've talked about this before, but that like was like, the, the greatest hits commercials and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. who could forget yeah. that song about banging in a van? <laughs> One of my faves. <laughs> we know, Linda. <laughs> Where were you the first time you fucked in a van? Where were you the first time you heard this? Conceiving my first child? <laughs> My first unwanted child. <laughs> what a stupid lyric. Yeah. We made love in my Chevy van. Have you ever... Okay. Have you ever fucked in a car? I'm not going down that road. <laughs> it does not sound pleasant. I will answer that question. Yeah. The answer is no. Like, I, well, I don't have a van. Maybe in a van I would, right? 
But yeah, like, maybe, if you have a van, then you're pretty much like a plush van a with like some mood lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Vans aren't really cool. They're usually associated with rape. <laughs> I do think vans are cool though. Like, like I would rock a van if it wasn't so like taboo. Yeah, like the badass uh, A team uh, yeah. van in this movie. This like, movie's kind of got one. Yeah. Or yes, they do. <laughs> um, a couple or, of them. like a conversion van, right? Yeah. Like you can take on a road trip and like my camp dad. My it. dad had one of those. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. I did not uh, do anything sexual in that van. <laughs> not that <laughs> just, van. Just FYI. A different car. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I just, you know, Nothing. it's like the old uh, mall rats joke. It's like she fucked her in a very uncomfortable place. What? Like the back of a Volkswagen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. Anyway. Isn't there like a, an old um, family feud like clip of something like that? Like, or, uh, or the, uh, what's the, the, the dating game or something? The newlywed, the newlywed game. game. Yeah. Like where's the weirdest place you ever made whoopee yeah, in the butt? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's not what we meant, but <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Bob Eubanks is all, well, <laughs> uh, so anyway, they're getting ready to, to fuck <laughs> in this convertible. I guess that's important. Yeah, right? that is important. Because he closes the convertible and then they are hopping in the back seat. And then all of a sudden, like some dude out of nowhere, like pops on top of the car. Yeah. And he starts like slicing and dicing through the, um, through the top to the, through the top. And the guy's reaction is not like, what the fuck are you doing to my car? Yeah. He's just like, what? <gasps> I'd be like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> Get off my car <laughs> or just drive away. Like, I'm... yeah, that was, well, he was in the back seat. So, yeah, but. He, he tried Still. to get forward to the front seat. Anyway, they both get killed. And the girl's reaction is also awesome because the guy gets killed first and she just sits in the back seat going, ah, like she doesn't even try to get out. That's what you would do. You would, you would, you'd be so in shock. You'd just sit there and scream and just take it <laughs> like a hyena or something getting eaten by a lion or yeah, something or an antelope. Like, you're done. You're yeah. Done. You just lay down. Like, what are you going to do? I submit. <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't know. I guess it would be like, why? Like, why are you killing me? Like, I didn't I don't do know. anything. I think it would have been better than doing nothing. It would have been anything. Yeah, Just like do something. Kicking him or something. Yeah, run, try. That's always funny about these movies, too. Um, well, I'll <laughs> put a pin in that. I'll, I'll come back to that I'll, if I remember. All right. So it's like the next day at Lanier, Lanier. Lanier College, and they're preparing for their final exam for chemistry. But there's not a beaker or Bunsen burner to be found. No. And like, where's the mortar and pestle? Come on, <laughs> get some chemistry shit in there. Yeah. Where's classroom. the bubbling test tubes? Yeah, exactly. Where's the chemicals that can be used as a weapon even, later? Even the periodic table of elements, like yeah. some, maybe he took all that stuff down because he's like, it's a final exam. You got to have this shit memorized. Yeah, you got to know. So I'm, you got to know the <laughs> FE is iron, motherfucker. Yeah. AU gold. gold, bitch. You wouldn't think so. You'd think no. it was like autism, <laughs> but it's not. It isn't. Isn't AG silver? I think so. I just talked to Look my son. Us. I just talked to my son about Check all us this. Out. <laughs> Every day, he's. Like, I was like, "How was science class?" And he's like, "It was all right." They're doing like chemistry type stuff in science class, and you know he's thirteen, so he's all, "It's all right." Do you- <laughs> it's good. How was your day at school? All good. right, it was fine. <laughs> but then I'm like, "Do you have the periodic table of elements memorized yet?" And he's like, "What? No." <laughs> he's like, "Do I have to do that?" And I'm he's like, "Yes, yes. <laughs> for the final examination." <laughs> oh god, dude, I hated chemistry. That was like one of my least favorite cor- uh, courses. Well, I hated I was, it. I was telling him, I was like, I took chemistry because I thought it was going to be cool. I did too. I took like honors chemistry. Oh. Well, you're a smart kid. <laughs> I just took regular dumbass chemistry, and I couldn't even fucking pass that. I dropped it. It was my senior year. I didn't have to take science. I just did. 
Yeah. Because I'd taken physics my junior year, and I really liked that kind of ish. I don't know. I like the class and the mm-hmm. teacher, but the work, not so much. But I took chemistry my senior year, and then I was like, all right, cool. This is going to be fun. You know, I'll get to mix some chemicals, be a mad scientist. Yeah. And then I was like, what the fuck is all this math? Yeah, balancing <laughs> equations and all oh. that shit, and the protons and the oh. electrons and... Atomic weight, atomic weight, and all that, all no. that bullshit. No, dude, I don't remember his name, but my chemistry teacher was awesome. I hated really? the class, but he was one of those guys like you see like on TV mm-hmm. that uh, was always blowing shit up yeah. and mixing chemicals. <laughs> and like I remember on like the first day of of chemistry, our very first day of school, he walks in the room, doesn't say anything to anybody, and he's like, "All right, we're gonna take so and so millimeters of this." Uh, a couple millimeters of this and he's got like a test tube and he just puts it in and this giant fireball just goes whoosh and he's like yeah i'm a bit of a pyro <laughs> it was awesome See, that's cool yeah the rest of the class sucked it was yeah. all downhill from there <laughs> he's like but you're never gonna be able to you're do not that. gonna do that because that's dangerous <laughs> also <laughs> please don't tell the principal what i just did you have to do the math yeah chemistry sucks <laughs> so no wonder none of these fuckers want to take this final exam yeah but we meet people such as courtney Who's our lead? Yeah, and she's kind of like smart, bookish. She's, yeah, yeah. A little, yeah, a little. Um, she's the good girl. Yeah, she's the good girl. Yeah, she's bookish, radish. <laughs> radish reminds me of uh, Buster from Arrested Development. Yes. Yeah. Nerdy, <laughs> nerdy, kind of awkward. He's yeah. got a, well, kind of a weird way of yeah. talking. Yeah. Yeah. But he's also he's got some. Uh, he tries to stand up to some of he's, these guys. He's got some balls on yeah. him. Yeah. Every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Of course, he like immediately gets his ass kicked. But <laughs> he tries. He tries. We got Wild Man. <laughs> <laughs> Just your stereotypical jock. Just a dumbass. Yeah, he's basically Ogre from Revenge of the yeah, Nerds. Yeah. But a little less monosyllabic. Like <laughs> he talks a little yeah, bit can, more. Yeah. But there's a scene where he's like changing. Like, I don't remember where he's like, he takes off his shirt and he like, um, and he changes to a different shirt and then he like puts deodorant on. Oh yeah. And he sprays some in his mouth. He rinses with Jack Daniels. It's like, what the yeah, fuck is yeah, this? Yeah. Like who does this? <laughs> like even like the idiots in college don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he's a football player. But Oh, the other thing I was going to say about this college is like, where is this college? Because there's only like 14 people. Yeah, it was very saved by the bell. Like it's the same, yeah, 10 people in every class. And they're walking around campus and it's like, well, we got this chemistry exam. It's like everybody who was walking around campus also has this chemistry exam. Yeah, how does this university make money? I Maybe that's why there's a killer on the loose. <laughs> He's like, I donated a ton of money to this school. I'm so pissed. <laughs> they didn't even put my name on the building. Yeah. They couldn't afford the, the chemistry plaque. building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um we got lisa who the fuck's lisa she's the one that's uh like an art student she's the one that's banging the oh. professor oh yeah she's the whore yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and then you got janet who's a dumbass and then i think you got like mark mark is the male uh kind of lead he's the one that's trying to cheat on his test he's like zach morris yeah <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna do the same by a bell analogy and then um there's uh See. Gary, he's the pledge. Oh, yeah. And then there's Gary, who is Janet's boyfriend. Yeah. And he's like pledging to this fraternity. All right. Well, speaking of this fraternity, so they're like doing this exam. And then all of a sudden, like out in the, I don't know, the courtyard square or something. Yeah. yeah. The courtyard, they um, 
this van rolls up, this A-team van. It's like, that's exactly what I thought. And these guys with like ski masks come out and they start picking off people. Yeah. It's a school shooting. Yeah. Oh, the other thing about Radish is like he's fascinated by like mass murderers, not serial killers <laughs> per se, but mass murderers because he starts talking about the um, the guy who killed people in the from the bell tower yeah. at the University of uh, when where was that? I don't know some university. Yeah. This happened back in like the seventies, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I know what you're talking this about. This guy went up there and just started picking people off, and it's like I don't know, like you shouldn't be so enthused about that. Mm-hmm. And when it happens, like when the shooting starts, like he runs to a phone, he's all excited. He's like, it's, ha-. well, not excited, but like, Wait, seems a little right. excited. Yeah. He says, it's happening. The psychopaths are here. <laughs> like, what a, what? Yeah. What a weird thing to say. Yeah. Fucking radish. Like, I don't know if they set that up as a red herring. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe he's the one doing the killings and it's, but they didn't do a good job. No. Cause I never thought he was. He's mm. so meek and weak. Yeah. It's like he couldn't even pick up a Bowie knife, let alone (laughs) (laughs) mutilate two college (laughs) football players. Oh, that was the other thing. The person that died at March College was the quarterback. Oh, yeah. For their football team. And so Radish says, looks like we might beat them this year. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, somebody, a fucking 19-year-old kid just got murdered at a neighboring college. You fucking dolt. <laughs> like, maybe that was the plan. Don't like, be happy. Maybe they had a lot of money on the football game. <laughs> they pulled okay. out Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> Why? <laughs> God. Remember when, remember when like that was the news? Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, times like, have changed. The biggest story. It's like, Ice skating. It's like back... In the 90s, it was like maybe every two years, it was the story of the century, right? There was always a story of the century. And now it's like every two weeks. It's like story of the century. (laughs) Uh, Weird times. But between like John Bobbitt getting his dick chopped off. (laughs) Yeah, OJ. OJ. I mean, that was obviously the trial of the century. Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. The Menendez brothers, all that shit. John Benet Ramsey. Yeah. Oh, God. What a weird time the 90s were. Was John Benet in the 90s? Yeah, I guess it was. Crazy shit. God, that was like fucking forever ago. <laughs> We're old. Uh, you know, there's a <laughs> conspiracy theory out there that Jean Benet is Katy Perry. <laughs> it's, a, it's a legit conspiracy theory. <laughs> it's like the same people that believe Avril oh, Lavigne died. And it's like, have you heard that one? No. Avril Lavigne died and then they got somebody to replace her. And that's why her music, well, according to these people, her music was good and then it sucked. And that's why she married... Chad Kroger for a little bit. <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> because it wasn't really Avril Lavigne. Yeah, her music was never good. No. 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 It wasn't. It That's wasn't. a weird conspiracy. Why do people have to go and make things so complicated? So my <laughs> my cousin, who I used to be really close with, but we don't really talk much anymore. We had a little falling out, but it wasn't over what I'm about to tell you, but it probably should have been because I was such a dick. Nickelback rocks. <laughs> close. <laughs> we uh we were hanging out. We we're both single at this time. And uh, he had met his soon-to-be, now, wife. Yeah. And they were just starting to date. And she brought all of, like, her girlfriends over to his house. And we were having, like, this little kickback party type thing. And uh, they start talking shit about Avril Lavigne, right? Rightly so. And I was like, uh, it's so weird that you guys are talking shit. I go, because my cousin, uh, whose name will remain nameless, but I said he 
he bought the Avril Lavigne CD and they're like what and he did he bought it and he would listen to it and they were like no he didn't and I, and I proved to him like I pulled it out and I totally like fucking threw him under the bus in front of all these girls and yeah now I wonder why he doesn't talk to me anymore but <laughs> it wasn't because of that but I was, but I was telling that story to this my wife this is how you remind yourself of, yeah well that was Nickelback, That's Nickelback but yeah. there's still a connection maybe it's because my cousin wanted to be a skater boy <laughs> see you later boy <laughs> but uh yeah i was telling my wife about that story and she's like no wonder why he doesn't talk to you anymore <laughs> you were an asshole <laughs> i was like yeah pretty much yeah whatever so i apologize for that but whatever these kids <laughs> these guys come out they start picking people off one by one pop 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 yeah and then they grab them they load them up into the van like they drive away. take the evidence yep. yeah and radish is going crazy everybody's like oh the psychopaths but then Courtney and Lisa are walking and they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, they start laughing. Yeah. Ha ha. And they're like, what, what, what's going on? Well, I saw the sticker was from fucking Alpha Gamma Mega. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a so prank. It's the frat boy prank. That's, I, that's el- not a good prank. It's not. It's well, <laughs> it's disgusting. And it's really elaborate. Yeah. Like what an elaborate like scheme. Elaborate, il- highly illegal. Yes. <laughs> And they had, like, wasn't there blood? Like, so did they have, like, squibs? Or, yeah, was it paintball? I don't know. Was it, This was 1981. I don't know. Did paintball exist? <laughs> I guess it did, because there was this movie called Gotcha. Oh, yeah, Gotcha, yeah. It was, like, the mid-80s, I think. Yeah. yeah. So maybe paintballs existed? I don't know. But, yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, this seems really over the top, unnecessary, and illegal. Okay, so, in your opinion, why did they do this? Because they wanted the exam to get stopped. So they had extra time to prepare for it. Yeah. I mean, exams aren't like pop exams, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like a surprise that we're going to have this exam on Friday. So it was like all the time that you put into planning this elaborate prank to get more time. Exactly. Maybe you could have just, I don't know, picked up a book. Or they just delay it by, (laughs) I mean, uh, uh, full disclosure, I had an an exam on 9-11 and it got postponed by... A day or two, like whatever the next day that class would have met. Like, oh, wow. that, that was it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're not gonna, yeah, <laughs> they're not it's, gonna just cancel the exam. Yeah, so, so all the time you put into planning this bullshit, like you could, you could have studied. Yeah, I on, guess man. that's me as an older person now <laughs> looking back on stuff. Yeah, because I would go Apply through, yourself. I would go through elaborate, like, fucking mouse trappy type setups to get like an end result that I was like, well, I could have just, I could have just studied. studied. I could have just read the book. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Eh. Anyway, uh, the prank works. Uh, and there's some students who are like going to remain on campus during the break so they can take the rest of this chemistry exam or take it over again or Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck it was. So I guess maybe that's part of the reason why there's not a lot of people there is because everybody went home for spring break or, fall break or whatever the fuck break it was. They never really <laughs> clarify. But um, one thing that you, we were, we touched on earlier was Lisa is having an affair with the chem, is it, or not the chemistry professor, some professor. Some professor looks like Gene Wilder. Yeah. But didn't he have a mustache? Yeah. Yeah. yeah mustachioed Gene Wilder. <laughs> and not an attractive guy whatsoever. No. And she's, and she's very cute. Yeah. And she's going to fuck him or she has been mm-hmm. so she can get an A. Yeah. So she doesn't have to stay there and take this this test because she's just going to pass. 
but she makes a date for him later on that night. She's going to meet him like in the, I guess at she's an art, art studio. Yeah, yeah. I guess she's an art major or something. Yeah, I guess. Shit. I don't know what she is, but she's going to meet him at the art studio to give him one final rub and tug before she goes <laughs> back home for the, for break. So, um, the cop, get, the cop comes one cop, like there's been a, <laughs> there's been a mass shooting at a college and one cop shows up. Yep. And he's like this podunky <laughs> hillbilly, uh, typical, like, fucking smoky and the bandit like tape <laughs> yeah just kind of a kind of a chubby fella like yeah, yeah just... what you old boys doing down here <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's he comes by and he just starts talking shit and he's like where's the bodies like there's nothing going on and he's not like who the fuck did this prank this is like yeah we need to get an apb out it's so not <laughs> no realistic but he starts getting pissed off at Radish for even calling the cops. And then he gets pissed off at the football players. But then the coach comes up to, like, defend his players, I guess. Yeah. It's that whole, like, I don't know, stereotype where the coach will just, like, defend him. But then he, like, shoots down the cop. Like, he's like, remember when you were in college and you did this? And the cop's like, well, all right. I'm yeah. out of here. <laughs> you asshole. So he leaves. See ya. <laughs> so we got the coach and this coach is like the most non-athletic looking guy I've ever seen in my life. Um, but he says how he's going to go on a hunting trip. And, uh, and this, this actually will come into play later on. He's going to go on a hunting trip, but he uses a bow and arrow, yeah. not a gun. And uh, the groundskeeper, groundskeeper Willie is like, he's like, take me with you. <laughs> I got some haggis. <laughs> no, he's like, uh, come pick me up before you go hunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Wake me up before you go, go. Yeah, oh, he's, well. he's like, I do the jitterbug. <laughs> I do the jitterbug. They were the original wham. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so uh, the coach is like, yeah, I'll stop by. But I'm leaving early in the morning, like four o'clock in the morning. All right, th- that'll come into play later on. So anyway, Courtney's back into her room and she's like studying. And Lisa tells her like, "Listen, all you got to do is spread your legs and you'll get an A. <laughs> <laughs> and you just got to flirt with guys and they'll do anything for you. Look." And then she goes out of the hallway. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and she gets some guys to like carry some stuff down to her car, right? Yeah. And they're like, "Oh yeah, oh, yeah, anything oh, for you." Yeah. She's like, "See, dumbasses." Um, Gary. Who's this pledge who's dating Janet. And I really like that he's wearing a shirt that says Gary on the back of it so that we know who he is. Yeah. His name is, uh, <laughs> in case you forget it. Yeah. Well, what's funny was when he popped up, I was like, who's this guy again? And then he turned around and went, oh, thank you, filmmakers, for reminding me of <laughs> this guy. Maybe that's why they did it. Maybe. Like, no one will remember this guy. No, name. he's not important. So Gary is like, I don't know. Oh, he's in charge of stealing the test. Yeah. So they can get the answers. So he goes down and he steals it. And when he gets out. what if, Something I thought was weird about that too was Mark was one of the guys putting him up to this, right? But Mark, when the shooting started, he went through and grabbed a red pen and like finished his test and scored it and gave himself the score that he needed to pass the class and then stuck it like at the bottom of the tests. So why did he need it? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. For wild man. I don't know. Wildman was one of the first to finish, though, wasn't he? I can't remember. <laughs> what if Wildman got 100% on it? Like, he's really a he's genius. He's actually a genius. <laughs> yeah. But he likes to party. <clears throat> um, so, uh, Gary steals the test, and then as a like a frat hazing ritual, they take him and tie him to this big old fucking oak tree. Yeah. Or some kind of tree. That's a weird scene, too, because like, Wildman is like kind of nuzzling him. 
Like he's kind of rubbing his face on like the nape of his neck. Every guy <laughs> and bites his like his bites his ear, <laughs> like, like nibbles at it. Like every guy who is into like hazing another guy, like stripping him naked. There's something else there. <laughs> they're they are closeted <laughs> and they have some repressed well and they like pull his pants down don't they like throw water on him like he's wearing tidy whities do they put ice in his chonies i can't remember i i don't know what they do to him but yeah i think they put ice in his chonies because when groundskeeper willie comes by later he's like drink a whiskey and he pours some down there oh, he goes you yeah. want some on the rocks <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> And they spray like whipped cream on his chest and stuff. Yeah. It's very weird. It's it's super weird. But he's <laughs> out on that tree. They tie him up and it's broad daylight. By the next time we see him, it's nighttime. Yeah. So he's nobody let him go. <laughs> People walk by and they're just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh well. That sucks. They're like, what's your name again? You don't got that shirt on. <laughs> it's like, hey, would you be a deer? Fish my wiener out. I gotta pee. I've been tied to this tree for hours. That's why you put the ice down there. Maybe the ice helps him like it cools it off, holds the urine inside. Holds the urine inside. Closes up that. <laughs> Vast, <laughs> the vast deference. <laughs> the vast deference. <laughs> His urethra just goes whoop. Yeah. Is, is it the urethra that carries well, the urethra? There's urine? both. Uh, yeah, vast deference yeah, is That's for, for making the, the sperm. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Well, it cl- stops him from coming also. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a form of birth control. Maybe, yeah, maybe he was all hot and bothered because wild men was nibbling on his neck, so they didn't want him to get a boner. <laughs> <laughs> He's out there. Okay, so here's the scene that I remember. So there's this there's this other girl who just randomly pops up, and she's kind of like annoying. Uh, this is Janet. No, Janet's the girlfriend of oh, Gary, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's the girl who's looking for Janet, and she's all Janet, Janet Parker, or McConnell, <laughs> or whatever her name is. Right? She's walking through the dorm, and she's on Janet, and she picks her ass. <laughs> Does she get a little wedgy? <laughs> she picks the underwear out of her ass, and she's like Janet. Janet, she picks the underwear out and she goes into the room and she's like, Janet, Gary's tied to a tree. Let him go. We gotta, we go. gotta help him. We gotta go save him. It's like, why the fuck didn't Why'd you, you do it, dumbass? <laughs> it was a very complicated <laughs> knot. It wasn't a... It wasn't a slip knot. It's like... Uh, yeah. It was a... It's like a bowline or a, <laughs> the rescue knot. Sheep shank. Sheep shank. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 I'm it was a fucking sheep bend. The only thing I can do is get underwear out of my ass quick. <laughs> I haven't passed basic semenship since I talked about the vast deference. <laughs> Semen? Mm. Vast deference? I like that. It was a good one. Um, <laughs> so uh, she says, Janet, you got to go save him. So Janet goes. And then uh, Courtney's in her room and she's playing solitaire on her bed and this girl goes what you playing and and Courtney goes solitaire and she goes oh can I play and she takes like the cards and I just remember this scene from like 30 years ago because I thought it was the funniest fucking scene and I kept rewinding it as me and my sister were watching it and it was like we had one of those remotes that if you just press rewind once, it goes back like five seconds. Yeah. And so you can just, it's just like, it. yeah, it's like, what you playing? What, what you playing? playing? <laughs> what you playing? Kept doing that. And I was dying, dude. And I hadn't seen this movie <laughs> since then. Oh my God. Dude. Um, Mike, our friend, yeah. uh, here, not the, yeah. Yeah. Um, he had a thing like the movie Speed, something similar. There was a line that we used to joke about. Oh. And one day I got a voicemail from him and he had done the same thing and he just looped it like 20 <laughs> times. And this woman going, I don't know what to do. There's so much blood. I don't know what to do. There's so much blood. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh. I used to do it also on Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom when Short Round goes, You call him Dr. Jones, doll. doll. 
<laughs> used to just loop it. My professional name. <laughs> doll. You call him Dr. Jones. Doll. <laughs> so Janet goes down to find Gary. Okay, so meanwhile, Gary, some unknown person, <laughs> lets him go. And when Janet's like going down, isn't this where she's like, Gary? <laughs> Gary? Yeah. Gary. (laughs) Yeah, you don't have to loop it. It happens like 20 times on its own. She says his name a lot. But Gary gets got. Gary gets killed because he gets let go by an unknown person and doesn't immediately like go thanks and runs. Yeah, and that's when Janet comes down and says Gary a thousand times. Yeah. But Gary's like, who who let me go? Is anybody there? It's like, who the fuck cares who let you go? Yeah, you're free. Just (laughs) go. You you said it was really cold out. Yeah, go warm them balls. Yeah. Go soak them in a nice warm <laughs> bubble bath. <laughs> yeah. Pamper yourself. <laughs> yeah. You've been through a lot today. You deserve Gary. it. You've earned it. Every once in a while. You got to pl- pamper yourself. <laughs> um, but no, he stays and gets killed by this unknown assailant. Yeah. All right. This is like our first kill. Mm-hmm. Pretty late into the movie. Besides the original yeah. two. But even you texted me while you're watching this and you're like 45 minutes in and no one has died. (laughs) Yeah. So from here on out, people start dying. But this is our first like real kill of the main players. So Gary dies. Janet comes looking for him. She thinks she sees him up on like this water tower or some shit. So she goes up to look at because there was like a shadowy figure Mm. up there. And so she goes up to find him. Well, it's not him. So she gets killed. Then wild man. There, There's this a weird subplot in this movie about getting pills. Well, yeah, because so Mark and Wildman are also drug dealers on the side. <laughs> yeah. And some kids have asked them for some, like, fucking lewds or something. I don't know what. And uh, what was ever popular in 81. And so they're also pissed off at Radish for calling the cops when they faked a mass murder. Yeah, because he gave the, the cops the uh, license plate number. So they yeah. knew it was going to get tied back to Wild Man. Exactly. So they're pissed off. So what they've decided to do is because Radish is like the um, like athletic manager or something, right? Yeah, he's, he's like the, the water boy. boy. Yeah, yeah, water boy or something. <laughs> yeah, he cleans everybody's jocks. So they got the keys from, they stole the keys from him. They're going to break in and steal, I guess, some pills out of the... Out the of nurse's the, office? I don't know. Which something is attached weird. to the athletic department? I don't know. But they're going to make it look like Radish did it because he's the only one who has the keys. So there's this whole thing going on, right? Yeah. So Wildman breaks into there, and he's going to get the pills so they can sell them to these fucking uh, guys who who want to buy drugs from them. And uh, while he's in there, this shadowy figure appears again. Yeah. Who's there? Yeah. And he sees him like standing there, like across the gym. And Wildman, who's a football player, like runs up to him like he's gonna tackle him, and then he like stops short and he's like, "Who?" And then he's like, then they start like fighting. And this yeah. is the longest fight sequence. This fight goes on for a long time. And even before he says, who's there mm-hmm. about another, like, that's like a dozen times. But we do see the killer at this point. Yeah. And, and who's and it, the killer? Nobody. We, we don't fucking know. Yeah. It's like. Yep. Some random dude. Some rando. Yeah. I was pissed. Yeah. And, and guess what? Spoiler alert to our audience they never reveal anything about this killer it's just some what what is his motivation none nothing we get we get nothing zero we don't know who he is we don't know why he's doing this nope just killing people at the colleges yep (laughs) so stupid let's 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 book through this so (laughs) he goes he gets wild man gets killed he gets killed in the in the um gym 
room, which I thought they were going to do a happy birthday to me type uh, dropping the weights on them. Remember in happy birthday to yeah, me? Yeah, but this one, it wasn't it like a, like a stack of weights or something? Yeah, but doesn't he get choked by the weights? I don't remember. It's like he wraps like, it's one of those like pulley Like a military systems, press kind of thing? Yeah. And then he wraps, the killer wraps it around his neck and he gets stupid, like strangled. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like he in excess it. Oh, shit. <laughs> What's that, what was that guy's name? Uh, was it Michael Hutchins? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dead like, like uh, fucking Michael Hutchins. <laughs> Aw. Aw. Oh, man. I need you tonight. Boom. It moves us wrong. I got I've got to, to let, let you know. know. I've got to let you know. You are my kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lonely. <laughs> Can't think at all. Asphyxiate, <laughs> masturbate, <laughs> coagulation. <laughs> live my life. Sex on meat. <laughs> I don't even know what he says. I don't either. I mean, it tells you in the video, right? Yeah. Every yeah. word. <laughs> uh, I liked uh, In Excess. In Excess I, was pretty good. They got good songs. Yeah. What song, Disappear? That was a good song, too. What's Disappear? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, how's the lyrics go? It's like, you're so fine. Blow my mind. I don't know. And the world seems to disappear. Oh, yeah. Something like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. What's the one where he's talking about uh, the hair? Is that the one we were just singing? I don't know. I don't think so. Legs are long and they're so, so strong. And you don't. Is that in excess? I don't know. That doesn't sound familiar. In this town. Like leg wrestling kind of song. Your legs are long and they're oh, so strong. And you don't come from this town. It's Eleven Rockets. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's I'm alive though, right? Is so alive. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, then fucking excess. I like uh, I like Eleven like Rock. Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, where were we? So, uh, Wild Man gets killed. Mark gets killed soon after, I think. Yeah, and then and I think this is where Courtney and Radish are like drinking. Yeah, he's, he's having got whiskey. a whiskey because finals are over. Yeah, and they like each other, but neither one of them does anything about it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, does anybody really like Radish? It seemed like she was kind of into him, but he doesn't make a move. Yeah, he doesn't. He's a little. He's a little nebbish. <laughs> um, she. Um, yeah, and this is right. Where Mark. This is where Mark gets it. He gets stabbed. Yeah, finally. Yeah. Thank God. And so. Um, yeah. Oh, this is when the killer like was hiding in a barrel, like a drum. <laughs> he like pops up like Surprise! fucking whack-a-mole. <laughs> you know those moles in Super Mario Brothers 3 that have like they oh, like yeah. with yeah, the yeah. lids on their heads? Yes, it was like that. <laughs> That's what he's like. And so then Radish uh finds He finds Mark stuffed in a locker. Yeah, and he's like, ooh, ooh, and he ooh. goes, Oh my god, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. So he calls the cops again. And of course the cops are like, You fucking you asshole. Dick. Yeah. Don't try this again. Yeah. And so fucking this Woody Allen motherfucker, <laughs> he goes back. <laughs> he goes back. He's like, I got to warn Courtney. <laughs> so he goes running back to go warn Courtney. And his run is wonderful. Like, oh. He runs so awkwardly. He flails. Yeah. <laughs> picture, picture like Louis Skolnick from Revenge of the Nerds running. running. <laughs> so he runs back to the dorm. And uh, he's like knocking on her door. He's like, Courtney, Courtney, open up. <laughs> and, and then like the killer, like the killer fucking teleports. Like how did oh, the yeah. killer get there so fast? And he's in Courtney's room. Yeah. He teleported. And he's like, it's the only way it can be explained. Yeah. He like fucking breaks through the door 
pulls Radish's head in and like kills him. Yeah. So when Courtney comes up back up to her room, she went to go get a Diet Pepsi. She comes up to her room and she sees Radish like literally hanging out in her room because his head's halfway in the door <laughs> and blood's everywhere. And she goes, oh, Radish. You prankster. <laughs> this isn't funny, Radish. This is so on brand for you. You almost scared me. <laughs> yeah, that's so Radish. <laughs> um, the music, <laughs> that's Radish. <laughs> Someone shit my hat. That's so that's radish. radish. <laughs> oh, that radish. <laughs> Macaroni and cheese in my underwear. <laughs> radish. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to fit in. <laughs> I'm running in the marathon. <laughs> um, but she realizes quickly he's not alive. He did. All right. There's about like 25 minutes left in the movie at this point, right? So we went from like at the 45 minute mark, no kills to in 20 minutes. There had been everybody dies except for Courtney. And now for the next 25 minutes, Courtney is going to be running around the campus. Pretty much. Oh, Lisa gets killed too. Like oh yeah. Right after Radish. Lisa yeah, yeah, yeah. gets got. Lisa the, went to go meet up with literally the. Literally like the only R rated scene in the entire movie. We get a little boobage. Yeah. And other than that, like, I don't even know if there's, was there even profanity in this movie? I don't think so. And there's like with you guys. <laughs> yeah. And like no blood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, I should say Lisa went to go meet up with the professor to blow him. To bang. <laughs> he never shows up. It would a dumbass. Like that guy never shows up. Maybe he got. That's what I put in my notes. I just presumed he was killed also. But we never see that. No. So unless that ed- ended up on the editing room floor <laughs> because they're like, this movie's too long. <laughs> we need to, we need to tighten this up a bit. Oh, I got an idea. How about you make the chase scene five minutes instead of 25? Because now Courtney's running from place to place trying to find somebody, right? She's yeah. the only one who's pretty rational about all this. Everybody else, I mean, gets got pretty easy. Yeah. And it's always the, this is what I was going to say at the beginning. It's always the last person that the killer tries to kill that is also the best at escaping. Right? Like it's pretty randomized how how the murderer picks his victims, right? But if he would have tried to kill Courtney first, like he would have been caught. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because exactly. Courtney like escapes. Like she does smart things, mm-hmm. so to speak. But she does smart things and she like gets away. It's like maybe the killer just has this like killer instinct where he's like I'll save you for last. <laughs> you're going to be, you're be you tough. For, you, look, <laughs> you look like your cardio is probably Yo, up to par. I'm going to so. attack the low-hanging fruit. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, she goes running, and she goes up into this like clock tower. Yeah. Uh, again, with the clock tower fucking bullshit. Because, save the clock tower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dr. Doc, Dr. Brown. Emma Brown is <laughs> up there. He's like, <laughs> Great Scott! <laughs> Well, speaking of people coming to her like rescue, the coach comes to pick up the fucking groundskeeper. Fucking Rambo. Get his bow and arrow. <laughs> He's got his bow and arrow. Courtney's up in the clock tower and she's like, save me, save me. And he's like, okay, I'm coming. The killer's like chasing her up the stairs. Now, these are some rickety ass old stairs, too. Mm-hmm. This is like the clock tower out of vertigo. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. It was very vertigo. Um, you were quite the pupil, weren't you? 
<laughs> you were you were quite the apt pupil. That's a this is Jimmy Stewart. That's my Jimmy Star. Oh, yeah. Oh, you were quite the apt pupil, weren't you? <laughs> I bet you he told you how to talk and how to how to dress. <laughs> Actually, that's my Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Jim Star. My my Jimmy Stewart always revolves around "It's a Wonderful Life." So it's Mary, Mary, Mary. Susan's petals. Susan's petals. I want to live I'm again, Ernie. I want to live again. <laughs> God, God, let me live again. I love that fucking movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> Uh, Courtney's up there and she's yelling uh, Homeboy comes Rambo style And he's like <laughs> Pulls back Gonna shoot this guy He yep. shoots him This fucking killer Is like Bruce Lee Fucking whooshed his grabs that shit <laughs> Yeah he He sidesteps And grabs a, an arrow yep. Flying from a bow Dude In midair I And read, catches it I read afterwards That was real That like, was not real That's what they said that, that's fucking I'm, I'm calling bullshit on this <laughs> there was no way that was real dude there's an American Ninja movie I can't remember which one it is I mean they're all terrible but like something really similar where like they shoot like an arrow at him and he due to cough like catches it in midair and then throws it back like with his and hand kills and kills him. the guy with it <laughs> so I remember even as like a 10 year old is like that's stupid <laughs> I think there's people out there who can I should say this I think there's people out there like Mythbusters did something they where do, somebody yeah. but he could grab one but I don't think. Why would you? They did one with a bullet, I think, and they're like, "You can't do that." Oh, well, no. you're gonna fuck up your hands. <laughs> a bullet? You'll fuck up your did life. They, I think they, I think they, did they may have done an arrow one too. That sounds familiar. <laughs> fuck up your life. <laughs> yeah, your life is. How'd over. your life get ruined? I tried to catch this arrow. <laughs> tried to catch a bullet. <laughs> tried to catch a bullet, but it just went into my heart instead. It was the damnedest thing. That's so radish. <laughs> So he catches his fucking arrow and then proceeds to go back down the clock tower to the coach and stab him with his own arrow that he caught. So not quite, not quite American Ninja, but close. Close. (laughs) Then he goes back up to the clock tower to Courtney, who's still just screaming. Now she has the upper ground. She has the higher ground. She should have been like Anakin. I have the higher ground. (laughs) It's all over. You underestimate my power. (laughs) You're gonna. She's about ready to chop him in half with her lightsaber, but. She doesn't. Like, if some guy's coming up the stairs at you, just kick him in the kick fucking him, face. Kick him down the stairs, yeah. yeah. Well, she does end up pushing him, and then he falls. Yeah. And he doesn't die. No, she stabs him. Like, I think she goes to the bottom and stabs him a lot, and then yeah. he's dead. Yeah, and then and then she just goes. That's it. And sits on the front steps of a building and starts crying. No. <laughs> Sorry. And that's your rating. <laughs> um, I'll go first with this one. I uh, I didn't write down a rating. Uh, I wanted to talk about it, and we did at great length, uh, like we always do with the first movie. It's always the first movie yeah. that we always and talk about. And then we got to zip through the, the second one to make up for time. Yeah. I got to get better at that. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> we have pacing issues, <laughs> like this movie. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. It's the tangents. <laughs> but... Um, this movie sucks, <laughs> to put it bluntly. It, it, yeah, there really is, um, and and this might I'm I'm gonna this might be a spoiler for things yet to come today. But there's a lot of pacing issues in a lot oh. of a lot of these movies, and I don't know if my attention span no is you're, low. You're correct, <laughs> but it's like shit goes on way too long. Your whole point about Janet going to look for Gary, Gary, Gary. Gary? Gary? Is that you, Gary? I understand that happening a minute or two. 
Yeah. But when it goes on for five, ten minutes, and, and there's no dialogue. And you got multiple scenes of people doing that. It's yes. Like, oh. And I've said this before in past episodes where the script is probably 20 pages, although the movie... Like, like, typically, for a movie, it's like a minute per page of a script. So if a script is 120 pages, the movie's going to be about two hours long. Yeah. But an hour and a half long, hour and 45 minute long movie should be about 90 plus pages right 90 to 100 this script was probably 20 pages <laughs> because there's set large chunks where there's no dialogue yeah and that happens with a few movies that we're going to actually talk about in upcoming episodes and even maybe later on in this episode but there's like it's like so much discovery of, mm-hmm. uh, and then of nothing yes so that pisses me off the special effects were like like non-existent minimal yeah at that the fight scene like the guy who was the killer oh that was another thing the killer yeah it was bullshit is bullshit because it's like what what the fuck is this guy doing who is he and why like even if it would just be like oh that was a guy who used to work yeah he was the old janitor and they got fired okay that'd be better than not doing anything at all yeah or it was the professor that disappeared (laughs) yeah anything (laughs) also there was really no likable characters courtney i guess but we don't get a whole lot of her. We And we don't even know anything about her except for that she studies. We learn more about Janet and more about Lisa and more about Radish than we do about the main female survivor. Yeah. So fuck this movie. Half a head. <laughs> uh, we got to start. We got to start disagreeing, man. Uh, it's a half. This movie fucking sucked. <laughs> my, my, I only have one note for my rating and it says awful. <laughs> there you go. Half. Yeah. Half a head. Next movie. <laughs> well, our, our next movie also involves this. So there's a theme here, right? Of colleges and frats and stuff. Although I didn't, I just knew that one was about school and the other one was about school. Yeah. I didn't know if anything, and they're not really similar, but no, um, but this one has to do with a frat also. Yeah. This is called hell night from 1981 written by Randy Feldman directed by Tom D. Simone. Didn't he direct some other shit? Name sounds familiar. I didn't look it up, though. Anyway, it stars Linda Blair as Marty, Peter Barton as Jeff, Peter Barton, uh, Friday 13th, Part 4. Oh, oh yeah, Tom yeah, yeah. DeSimone directed Friday 13th, Part 4. You're part right. Part 4. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, Peter Barton as Jeff, Vince Van Patten as Seth. Son you know, of Dick. Uh, Van Patten. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also, he was the co-host of, like, World Poker Tour. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. And he is married to... Somebody who was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I know that because my wife watches Real Housewives. (laughs) You got Suki Goodwin as Denise. Kevin Brophy as Peter. All right. I'm going to come back to hit that name. Uh, And then uh, a couple other people. Uh, Jimmy Sturtevant as Scott. And Jenny Newman as May May West. I guess maybe that's her name. Maybe based off her costume or something. (laughs) Maybe. Um, Okay. Kevin Brophy and Peter Barton. Those two guys were like best friends in real life, in real life. And they were on shows. I don't know if they were best friends, but they were friends. They were in this movie together. They were on like uh, soap operas together. Hmm. You know, pretty happening guys. They were on like guiding light or all my children or some bullshit like that. Right. There was this guy, we might've talked about this in the podcast. There was this old man who lived in like Southern Illinois mm-hmm. and he had like a farm and when he died, he willed all of his money and everything to those two guys. Just a random dude? He was just a fan of theirs. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> it's a true story. They both shared 
and got half of this guy's possessions and and, for, and fortune. I don't know if it was worth a lot, but it was like it was like a million dollars. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? If we have any rich <laughs> listeners who are really old. <laughs> like, I'm talking on the verge of death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, get your estate planning in order. <laughs> just will everything will to does. the swear wolves. Yeah, there you go. We might even give throw Alan a bone or two because yeah, he was on the show for a while. And we'll put a plaque on the wall with your name on it, budget <laughs> yeah. Uh, permitting. Yeah, budget permitting. <laughs> but anyway, so I had heard this story because Peter Barton was in Friday 13th part four. And I don't know, I went down a rabbit hole one day, like researching shit. Yeah. And I saw this story and I was like, wow, that's really weird. So when I was researching these people in the movie and I came across Kevin Brophy, I was like, Oh, that's the other guy. Hmm. I, I didn't put two and two together until, yeah. until just now. Interesting. So there's a little tidbit of information Look for you all. Little nugget. Little nugget. A little turdlet. <laughs> a little floater. A little floater for you. <laughs> you can take and do with it what you want. Most time, just flush it. Twice. <laughs> if you have to. If it's a floater. <laughs> uh, this movie was released August 28th, 1981. David, how old were you? I would have been less than one. <laughs> I would have been coming up on my first birthday. Yeah. I would have been turning four. Or I would have just turned four. So um, we were young when this movie came out. Uh we were but babes. <laughs> but, uh, so now think about that. All these people are 40 years older than they were at that time. Yeah. It's crazy. Time flies. But they were all in good shape back here. Vince Van Patten's got his shirt off half the time. <laughs> yes. What was he dressed as a uh, Robin Hood or something? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, well, no, never mind. I'll, I'll talk about that during my <laughs> review. All right. So uh, they're at this costume party. Dude, okay. Right off the bat, when this movie started, I thought I missed something because it just goes like it, we're just like right in the middle of a party, and I was like, "Oh shit!" The because I was streaming it, yeah. it's like it must have skipped. And yeah. So I rewound it and I went, "Oh no, nope. this is how the movie starts." Movie starts. They're in a costume party, and it's a pretty good costume party, dude. Yeah, then you got like a wet T-shirt contest going on. Like there's bonfires, they're people TP are dancing. Shit. Yeah, uh, music's loud. They're spraying shaving cream on cars. No party I've ever been to it comes anywhere close no. to that. Like you went to college at ASU. Yeah. Did you stay on campus? Yeah. ASU is a party college. Yeah, there, I never went to anything like this. Were you just a nerd? Were you radish? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was all right. I, I did stuff. <laughs> I went to Mill Avenue once or twice. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't do a whole lot. And I think yeah. frat parties. I went to maybe a couple. Were they like out of control or was it just like They're pretty taggers? Yeah, it's like keggers. Yeah, yeah, pretty tame. Pretty tame. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like no party gets this. I've never been to a yeah. party where kegs like, and music. That's yeah. about it. Yep. People throwing up and crying. Yeah. Usually it's young college women crying because their boyfriend broke up with them. And dudes barfing. And dudes barfing. Yep. <laughs> I've been to a few of those parties. Oh yeah. Um, Most I remember I went to Iowa. Uh, I spent a day in Iowa one, or I spent a week in Iowa one day. <laughs> I think that's how the saying goes because Iowa is so fucking boring that it seems like <laughs> you're there forever. But uh, a girl I knew um, who was, I don't know, kind of related to me and kind of not. But anyway, she was graduating college. So I went up there for her graduation uh, with some of my family members and uh, her and I and some other people then being the young people we went out to a party and i was up in iowa at uh the university of iowa and at this party knew nobody and i ended up being the guy 
to console some freshman girl who was crying <laughs> yeah. in the corner because her boyfriend Aww. dumped her. And like, I was hey, like, he doesn't deserve you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and it wasn't, and there was no nefarious like, yeah, ulterior, you to, like I yeah. wasn't that guy who was like, oh, Let me it'll be you. all right. It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not like that. <laughs> but um, he doesn't deserve you. Yeah, you deserve no, I was just like, I was like, I, you're 19. You're gonna, you got your whole life ahead uh, of you, yeah. kid. You're gonna find somebody. You got stuff going on for you. I was like, what the fuck's the point? I go, were you gonna marry this guy? Yeah, I was trying to be rational. You got pretty eyes, you got an okay smile. Oh yeah, that personality could use a little work. But <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get those teeth fixed. Yeah, you know? <laughs> they got braces. They got that Invisalign shit now. Yeah, and weight comes off. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was such a dick. No, I didn't say any of that. I was just nice to her. So I've been to a few of those parties, but never anything like this. No. So this was a pretty kick-ass party. Um, it, we are introduced to are kind of four main characters. And we talked about uh, Vince Van Patten dressed as Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. We also got Peter Barton, who is uh, plays Jeff. Uh, so Vince Van Patten is Seth. Um, and he's kind of a stoner type. Yeah, he's a stoner surfer guy from yeah. California. I don't think it's far out of reality. Um, <laughs> yeah, he did it well. Yeah. And then uh, Jeff, played by Peter Barton, he's kind of... He's kind of a rich kid. Rich kid, but also he seems nice. Yeah. And yeah, he seems like a good guy. Yeah, he's just a good guy. And I, what's he dressed up as? Some like it's like a magician, or I can't remember. Does he have a top hat? I don't think so. I don't remember. I maybe like a, maybe like an old timey like, like, yeah, like a gentleman. <laughs> like, like I guess I don't know. I'm, I'm doing a, like this a, fancy a bow. Sophisticate. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what he was. Yeah, but he looks kind of fancy yeah. if I remember correctly. Uh, Linda Blair then comes in, and every okay. It's like when she walks in the room, there's a couple of girls who are like, hey, hey, blah, And then Linda Blair walks in the room and everybody's like, ooh, there's Marty. And they're like, okay, I'm not saying Linda Blair was ugly by any stretch of imagination, but she's not the most beautiful person at this party. And it's like the record, like, yeah, she's not even 10th on the list. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why everybody's like, I don't know, got their cocks all in a (laughs) knot over her. She's just okay. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Linda Blair fucking hates David in real life. So (laughs) yeah, she does. Did we ever tell that? I think we've talked about that on the podcast. Let's talk about it again. How you hit her with your backpack (laughs) on accident. (laughs) And she was like fucking pissed when we got her autograph. Yeah. She was in a bad mood. And I had met her. Well, I think I talked about this before too. I've met her a couple other times and she was in a bad mood those times too. She's never been nice to me. And then I always read like about how nice she is. I'm sure she, I'm sure she's very nice. She's nice to me. I've just yet. She's like the only horror person that I've really ever had a bad experience with, <laughs> let alone multiple. <laughs> well, maybe if you didn't hit her with your backpack. Yeah, yeah no, I didn't. That, my, that was my bad. And she's like five foot tall. Yeah, she's she's and a about thing. 85 pounds. Like, yeah. And she's also like 70 years old. She's tiny. So she's not sorry. Sorry, sorry she's, Linda. Yeah. She's in her 60s. I think she's, yeah, early she's 60s probably. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. around there. All right. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about Linda Blair. Linda Blair was like, she was in The Exorcist. And then it was like, you peaked too early, kid. Yeah. She, she never got really good roles after that, did no. she? No. And then she started getting into like skin kind of stuff. Yeah. Not, what's this? What's that movie? Savage Streets. Savage Streets. Yeah. Or maybe that. Did Tom Simone direct Savage Streets also? Yes. I think he did. Yeah. Pretty sure he oh, did. Oh, he didn't direct Friday 13th Part 4. That's another guy. That's the guy who directed uh, another movie we're going to talk about. 
Oh, okay, okay. It's the guy who directed. I was gonna say maybe that's why Joseph. Uh, okay, I knew there was Joseph Zito directed. Right? Yes, yes, four. you're right. But this guy did Savage Streets. <laughs> yes, that's Savage correct. Streets. Yep. Okay, yeah. So he he did like or she did like shit movies after that. Yeah, like sorry. <laughs> the remaining swear will say shit shit movies. But. <laughs> yeah, Alan loves Savage Streets. He does. Dude, I talk, I've never I seen. I talked it. to him a couple days ago. Did you? How's yeah, he doing? He's doing good. Good. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right, let's talk let's about this. Do this shit. All yeah. right, we got to get through this. <laughs> we we were still at the party. It's like the first five minutes. Okay, so these four, um, they're all like rushing uh, Alpha Sigma Rho, and they, uh, in order to get into this fraternity, well, I get they got like a, a fraternity sorority. Yeah, that's what I was wondering about too. Is like some sort of co-ed type well, thing. I know they have that. They do, and it, usually, well, in my experience, like. There was this uh, fraternity sorority type thing that was like almost like an honorary type thing instead of like a house that yeah. anybody could. Be I part had one of, of those too that I was technically in, yeah, but not at all involved. Yeah, <laughs> so it's stupid. But anyway, it's something I guess kind of like that, except for they have a house. But boys and girls can be in it. Cool, progressive. <laughs> in order to get into that, they have to spend the night at the Garth, Garth Manor. Manor, and. Uh, there's a little bit of history behind this Garth Manor 12 years prior. So not that long prior. It's not mm-hmm. like it was like 100 years ago. 12 years prior, Mr. Garth, uh, Sir Garth. Sir Garth, Garth Elgar. <laughs> <laughs> um, he killed his whole family. He had like three deformed sons or four deformed sons and a wife. And he killed everybody and hung and himself. himself. And except for one kid's body, they never found. Yeah. And they still say that that kid, that deformed fucking kid, roams the manor. And so they're like, now you got to spend the night here. So they break in and these four have to spend the night. Well, Seth and Denise, who we didn't talk about, she's like this British like floozy. Yeah, she's like, uh, she snuck in alcohol and drugs. and Yeah, yeah she had lewds. She had coke. <laughs> she did. She went down to party. Um, something real right off the bat. So when they break into this manor, like they gotta like shoot the lock off with a gun, right? Yeah. And then as soon as they go inside, there's candles that are lit everywhere. Like how how is this place lit? Like it's been locked up and abandoned. I don't know. I guess I just assumed they lit them when they came in, but you're right. It does happen almost instantly. As soon as they walk in. So the candles were there too. So like, I don't know, but the manor was cool. <laughs> it was cool. I will say that. Like, I want to live in a manor. I just got done watching The Haunting of Blythe Manor. Yeah. Uh, Blythe Manor? Bly, Bly Manor. Bly Manor. Sorry. I forgot about it already, <laughs> but I was like, God, I want that house. It was pretty cool. The Bly Manor house. It's not a real house though. I looked it up. Oh no? No. Hmm. At least I don't think it's a real house. I think the exterior might be, but it was filmed in Vancouver. Ah. So I want to live in a manor someday. <laughs> so someday when half we we get half of some rich guy's fortune who listens yeah, that's to what our we'll do. podcast, we'll live in Bly Manor. Bly Manor. <laughs> so they they go in there, um, and okay, this is another pacing issue. There was a lot of nothing that mm-hmm. happens at the beginning of this movie. Yeah, a lot of fucking. They just nothing. kind of walk around looking at stuff. Yeah. It's it's fucking boring. Yeah. And then Denise and Seth like immediately fuck. Like go upstairs to bang. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like right and she, away. And she keeps calling him Wes. Him Wes <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> um and then uh, Jeff and Marty 
just kind of talk and they're being flirty flirty, but they're just like being respectful. Yeah. And it's kind of, this is where we established that Jeff comes from wealth and that Marty actually grew up poor and yep. had kind of a tough life and she's a mechanic fucking and yeah, she's just kind of a blue collar type. Yeah. It's fucking Montagues and Capulets. <laughs> it's a fucking traditional fucking, <laughs> fucking Shakespeare. Shakespearean yeah. story. So they're hitting it off. Uh, then some like creepy shit happens, like the sound of screams. Well, come to find out that Peter and his minions have rigged the house yeah, for like to scares. scare them. Yeah, and they're also outside. Peter and and uh, Scott and May are outside, and they're going to like put on masks and like break into the house and like do some shit. And we find out too around the house that there's a bunch of like trap doors and tunnels and passages, so they can kind of move around and yeah. hide and sneak. Again, about. again, my dream house. <laughs> yeah. Pas- uh, like Secret I was, passages. I was watching Clue the other day, the movie, <laughs> yeah, and I good, love that fucking movie. Fun. And I was like, that's also the house that I want. Yeah, I like so, Clue. <laughs> I want all these houses. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so, okay. Again, then it's a long fucking time till anything happens. It starts happening outside with the people that are trying to scare him. This May chick, she gets her head chopped off. She gets grabbed by like a monster looking guy. Yeah. Like, and he takes a fucking axe. Whoosh. And he, and you see it. Yeah. Like her head gets chopped <laughs> off. That was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. Um, so she's the first to go. Uh, I think. And then around this time, Marty's in the house and then she sees a ghost and it's a ghost. Like if this was a special effect that was rigged, then it was magic because it was like transparent yeah. and kind of blue colored. It was fucking Jacob Marley from from Mickey's Christmas Carol. Then he does that scream that Goofy always does. <laughs> <laughs> As he falls down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was weird because she's scared, but like I would shit my pants if yeah. I saw I would head for Z Hills. Jacob Marley clanging yeah. his chains. I, you know, Alpha Sigma Rho can kiss my Alpha Sigma ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm out, of, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I don't care enough. <laughs> but of course, they also locked him in. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The gates locked. The lock that they shot off, they magically they put, put, put another one on. <laughs> they put another one on. And then this is where Scott, Scott gets got. Scott gets killed too. He's up on the roof, and he gets killed. He's like trying to Dude, rig some stuff again, pacing. That is a long scene of him like setting up this booby trap and hearing yeah. noise and going, oh, what's that? Yeah. And then back to working on his little prop. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. But he gets his head spun like all the way around. Yeah. Snap. Broken. Not just broken, but yeah, 360 or 180. <laughs> yep. Um, then you get a long scene of Denise investigating noises and just walking through the house and nothing happens. Yeah. And, and Denise goes back to the bed. Her and Her and Seth go back to fuck. And then Seth gets up for some reason. And Denise he has to go pee pee. Yeah, because he says I got to get up and use the John, and she's like, John, I thought your name was Seth. Yeah. She just figured out his name. Yeah, wah, 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 wah. Oh, very clever. And then someone comes into the room, and she like gets. We don't see her get killed. Presumably gets got. Yeah, she disappears. So then he can't find her, but he goes back to the bedroom, and he lifts up the sheet, and there's a fucking a May's head is in the bed with him. Yeah, and he's like, Wah! and he freaks out. And he's like, he's like the <laughs> smartest person there. Cause then he's like, I'm, I'm fucking out of here. here. I'm going to go over that fence. That was okay. As far as pacing goes, 
this movie sucks. But that scene where he's climbing over the fence, that was pretty good. Yeah, it was intense. Because that was intense. Because you you're think like, what's going to happen? He's going to get impaled on that spike on the top. Yeah, so the fence has spikes at the top like you would see. And he's climbing over and he uh, he's at the top and these spikes are like right at his chest and his belly and everything. And you think he's going to fucking die. There's no way he's going to get out. But he gets out. Mm-hmm. And he runs to the police. And of course... Another movie where the police don't fucking believe anything. Yeah. Anybody, you're part of them. You're Sigma part of that friend. You guys you are guys pull this every year. Yeah, and if you stay here, I'm gonna arrest you. Arrest me for what? Coming to a police station? You can't arrest me for that. This public property. Fuck yourself. <laughs> That's what I would say. Yeah. Well, these cops are also dumb because they got a, like an evidence room or something with a door wide fucking open. Christ and Almighty. Guns and ammo just sitting there. And it's like, show yourself out. And can you close that close evidence from the door? Go close that door. You be a deer. Close it on your way out. Well, anyway, uh, fucking Seth goes into there and he steals a shotgun and shells. They, yeah. oh, but that's a long, drawn-out scene too of him like trying to find opening a bag, yeah. taking the shells, putting them in his pocket, <laughs> taking the gun, checking it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Then he climbs out a window, an open window in that thing. Mm-hmm. It's the worst designed police yeah, department ever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And it's busy as fuck in there. This is where Ted Bundy must have escaped. It's like goddamn Hill Street Blues there, right? Yeah, it's a busy night. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? It's hopping. It's like everybody's there. It's like New York City like (laughs) on a a Friday night. Um, So, yeah. So, he escapes and he's run. And then he like hijacks a car. Mm -hmm. um, And he's like, the guy's like, I'm going to call call the cops. cops. He's like, good. Please do. do. Tell them where I'm going. Going to Garth Manor. I think it's around this time, too, that Peter gets killed. Peter gets killed. He um, finds some dead bodies, and he's like, I'm out of here. Oh, God. And that scene of him finding the dead body is another scene that just goes on and on and on. And he goes through some kind of maze. Yeah, like a hedge maze or a something. Hedge, fucking The Shining. <laughs> well, we also find out there's two killers. Yeah. But they don't look different enough to go... Because sometimes I'd be like, are there two? Dude, it took me a long time to figure out that there were two killers because of that, because they look so similar. And yeah. also because the setup doesn't make sense. So you no. said there were four kids and all but one were found. Yeah. But now there's an extra one. Okay. The myth was wrong. Yeah. Sometimes they are. Yeah. Urban <laughs> legends, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like the game of telephone. It is. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah, it is stupid. <laughs> uh, but we find out there's two killers. Well, he gets killed. How does he get killed? He gets... Um, Oh, he gets the scythe. That's right. Yes. To the gut. Yeah. I Which think. is a pretty decent death. Yeah. I, the deaths are okay in this movie. Like the actual like kills are okay. Yeah. And then I oh. think this is where we go. The, this is the rug monster scene. Yeah. Rug monster. <laughs> yeah. So Marty and um, Peter. Barton, Jeff. Jeff. They're like, they've locked themselves in a room. They're like, we're just going to wait for Seth to come back. Yeah. Pretty and, smart. Yeah. And they've locked themselves in this room. Well, unbeknownst to them, underneath the rug is a trap door because, like David said, the rug monster just comes like up out of the. Which it was actually door. a pretty cool shot because when it happened, I was like, oh my God, how's that happening? <laughs> yeah. And then um, he pitchforks it, right? Jeff's got the pitchfork and he slams it into the guy's. And he goes, and then he falls down the trap door. Yeah. So they reveal that there's a trap door, Scooby Doo style. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, okay, we're going to go down there after him. Like, Jeff's like, I'm going to kill him. And he's like, you stay here. Well, Marty is, like, smart enough, and she's like, fuck that. I'm going with you. I'm going with you. So they both go. Oh, the other thing that bothered me is, like, everything was a candle. (laughs) And so they're constantly, like, lighting a candle, putting their hand in front of it, like you have to do so it doesn't blow out on its own. I'm like, get a fucking flashlight. flashlight. Well, they end up finding a flashlight. 
<laughs> but they're going through these like secret passages underneath the cat uh, this manor very slowly very slowly and these passages are like fucking dirt it's like it's yeah. like a fucking mine shaft it is it's, it's very house of a thousand corpses yeah like. um so they go through there this is where they f- this, this is where they, they find, find denise i think dead yeah denise right? is dead but there's also and a bunch of other bodies old, lots of bodies older. yeah like skeletons and decomposed bodies yeah and they're like fuck this <laughs> they get chased by uh this fucking monster and like tiny from fucking house of a thousand corpses <laughs> yeah maybe rob zombie got some of house of yeah, a thousand maybe corpses so from some this. inspiration yeah but they start getting chased through these tunnels and then they uh, emerge upstairs seth is back and he comes in and he's he, got a shotgun and he gets chased by a monster. This yeah. one of these guys and he shoots, yep. he shoots him like Scarface style, like right into a, like a, like a pond or yep. a puddle or something. The guy's fucking puddle of blood. <laughs> yeah. Puddle of mud, puddle of blood, <laughs> uh, shoots him. He dies. So he goes in and he's like, Marty, Jeff, I killed him. Woo. We won. Wolverines. Uh, Alpha Sigma Row. <laughs> well, out of nowhere, because we know that there's a second killer. See, this would have been a good time to like. To reveal? Reveal there was a second yes. person. But no. <laughs> anyway, out of the darkness comes a fucking hand and it grabs uh, Seth and kills him. Presumably. We hear a gunshot like off camera. Yeah. And so then Linda Blair, because Peter Barton's like foot got stabbed or something. So he's like, oh, I can't walk. So she's like, I'm going to go downstairs. So she goes down there. She's all, Seth? 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 Another long ass fucking. Seth. And it takes her like two minutes to get down that stair. Yeah. Uh, down the stairs. Yeah. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah. It's like, oh, just. Just run. Go faster. Yeah. So <laughs> she goes down. Well, then the monster comes out of nowhere. Some shit happens. Um, so Marty runs. She pries the keys out of Peter's hands. So she finds Peter's dead body. He's got the keys to the gate. So she runs for the gate. And then uh, Jeff gets thrown out of oh, a window. Oh, yeah, right around the time yeah, Jeff gets tossed out from the top of a window. He did. Yep, he's dead. And, uh, and she, does, she, chases, she runs back upstairs first. Yeah. She runs back upstairs, and then she... And she escapes, like, off the rooftop or something. Yep. And then, meanwhile, He Jeff, gets thrown out. Yeah, he gets tossed. And he dies. So she escapes. She goes down. She finds the keys. She gets free or however she gets free. And she actually does something smart. She unlocks the gate. She gets out. And then she relocks it behind her. Yep. Um, but the guy's on top of the car. The car that fucking Seth stole. Yeah. And all of a sudden now it won't start. So she has to hotwire it. Oh, we find out early on that, that she a was a mechanic. So that was a Finally. I was waiting. I was like, when is that going to pay off? Yep. So she hotwires the car, starts it up. Um, she starts driving. The guy's on the roof. She slams into the the gate, which has those spikes that mm-hmm. we know. The spikes come down, and so she's like, "Fuck! I know there's spikes." So she drives him right into those spikes, yeah, and, just and he gets him. impaled. And then she gets out of the car and walks away. The end. <laughs> yep. All right. What'd you think? Okay. So I've got. There are some things. Let me. Let me say there are a few things I liked about this movie. Like I thought some of the set pieces were cool. Um, some of the deaths, like were were good. The visual effects weren't. They weren't great. They weren't bad. But at least most of the kills were on camera, so there wasn't like a whole lot of cutaway kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the problems with it, the pacing. This movie moved so slow, and this movie was long. This movie, yeah. was, it was close to two hours, I think. Or at least oh, it, it felt like it. It felt like it three. felt really long. <laughs> And then my biggest problem with the movie is we set Linda Blair up at the beginning of the movie to be this tough girl uh, who you know had a tough life, 
and street smart mechanic street smart. and the whole movie she's the damsel in distress like, yeah she plays second fiddle to these guys who are the heroes mm-hmm. like i thought they missed a big opportunity that they could have made her like take charge and she's the one yeah kind of leading uh leading the uh, the show and that doesn't really happen until like the very very end so i mean overall it, it wasn't it, it wasn't as bad as final exam for sure no. um I, I will never i'll probably never watch it again I was torn between one and a half and two. I'm going to give it a two, which I think is probably generous, but it wasn't It wasn't terrible. I'm kind of right there with you. I'm going to go one and a half. Um, I didn't convince myself in us talking to bump it up to a two, only because it was so fucking long and it was boring. Yeah, it was pretty slow. I want to give, I want to do give some props to some things. Uh, one of the things I was going to mention earlier, I thought the acting was actually pretty good. Yeah. Especially, I thought, like, I thought Seth as a character Vince was... Vince Van Patten? Yeah. I thought he did awesome. Yeah, he was, he was very good. I thought uh, Peter Barton did awesome as Jeff. I thought Linda Blair did uh, great. Um, the British chick, great. I thought all those characters were believable characters. Mm-hmm. I thought there wasn't enough, like you said, focus on Linda Blair. Let's make her the star. If she's going to be the star... Let's focus on yeah. her. Give her something to Let's do. give her some heroic things to do. She does it at the end, kind of. Yeah. But she doesn't do it enough. Um, I, I also would have liked to see Peter Barton maybe live. Like her save him. You know? Like right. a juxtaposition yeah, type yeah, yeah. thing. Because he so fucking... just everybody t- dies except yeah. for her. Obviously the pacing is just... It was just way off for me. But again, to your point, I thought the kills were good. This is 1981. Remember? Yeah. So the, the creative kills hadn't really stepped up its game yet. And I thought this movie had more of these creative type kills. These We see shit happen. We see a decapitation. We see these three six, 180 <laughs> yeah. head turns and, and shit like that. So I thought that was good. Um, the makeup effects I thought were, were just fine. I mean, they're these decent. deformed guys and these like fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre type table <laughs> where they have all yeah. the corpses. Yeah, it was very 70s. Yeah, I mean, it was two years removed from the 70s, exactly. so it makes sense. But yeah, so I, the one thing, though, I guess this is a slasher flick to an extent, but I almost almost wish it would have been a better, like, killer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and have a little bit more background, other than these are just rich kids that their dad went crazy and killed them, like, yeah. or tried to. Yeah. Like, I, I thought it would have been cool to reveal, like, they killed their family. Yeah. Or something. Or like. how about this? How about let's just change the whole fucking movie? <laughs> and let's say that they were like one kid survived and they never found his body. Um, one of the, or, or like a deformed kid survived or something. And like have the deformed kid, but have one of those kids who's like an Alpha Sigma Rho be the other kid that survived. Yeah. Right? And yeah, so yeah, he yeah. wasn't deformed. It was like a normal kid who's like leading people back to the and he yeah, planned the working whole together. Thing. Yeah. See? That would have been smart. And that would have given you kind of like a spin, like yeah, yeah, a better twist. Fuck you, college kids. I mean, that would have been, then I would have been bitching like, oh, he had this really fucking elaborate plan. Jeff, the rich kid. Yeah, exactly. We we picked that apart. That's bullshit. (laughs) That's bullshit. They should have just had the one deformed kid. But regardless, I mean, these little kind of tweaks and there's, you know, there's that in every movie. Yeah. Um, but overall, that gives it a 1.75 from the Swearwolf. So not a good movie. Not a not a movie I'd recommend. But if if you're bored, yeah, and you got 12 hours to kill <laughs> during yeah. an election, yeah, watch, both, watch both of these. <laughs> yeah. So uh, 
that's about it. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good too. <laughs> Uh, David, if anybody wants to contact us, how can they contact us for their, uh, to give us all their money after they've passed away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you're rich, there's so many ways. We've made it very easy for you to find us. Um, on social media, uh, we're on Instagram as the Swearwolves Podcast. On Facebook, the Slasher app, and Twitter, we are the Swearwolves. Uh, we have the Swearwolves YouTube channel. Uh, we have our website, theswearwolves.com, or you can email us directly at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. Have a hell of a night. Ooh. Get it? Hell I do. of a night. Yeah, it's very clever. week of my life yeah i had wednesday through friday off uh-huh. and i feel like i need pto again just to recover from the stressful week that this was i finally got good sleep well last night i got good sleep the night before i was kind of like okay because i think those two states had f- flipped or they yeah. were on the verge of flipping <clears throat> so i got good sleep but those two nights wednesday or th- tuesday night and wednesday night i was like and I only got one good night's sleep, and I think it was election night. I don't even remember. There was one night like I slept like all the way through, and then the last couple nights, this has been awful. My sister came over yesterday, and she's like, I had to take an edible. I had to <laughs> <laughs> ease attention. All right, we're going to start this shit. Yeah, hold on. I got something in my eye. Van Jones got me. <laughs> got me in the feels. All right. Yeah. Walked off in bare feet It's a shame I won't be passing through again Cause like a witch she was laying there